There have never been more options for your next vehicle, but the right choice has never been clearer. That's because Toyota has a high-performing hybrid built for your exact needs, like the stylish all-new Camry XSE Hybrid and Venza, the spacious Highlander and all-new Sienna with more cargo space, and the fuel-efficient and high-performing RAV4 Hybrid. Toyota hybrids save you time and money, filling up less often at the gas station. And of course, all with 10-year, 150,000-mile warranty on new models. Take the next step. Visit Toyota toyota.com slash hybrid or your local Toyota dealership to learn more. ¿Qué tal amigos? Mi nombre es Roman Rojas y Tremenda Vaina es el podcast donde te contamos cuatro historias que desafían la realidad. De las cuatro historias solamente una es mentira. ¿Cuál será? En el último episodio de Tremenda Vaina te contamos de un muchacho en China que vendió una parte de su cuerpo para comprarse un iPad. ¿Será verdad? ¿Será mentira? Suscríbete en iHeartRadio, Apple Podcasts, Spotify o tu plataforma favorita. También nos puedes seguir en Twitter, Instagram o Facebook. El mundo enfrenta una pandemia. Encuentre respuestas y acceda a información veraz y confirmada en el especial de NTN24 sobre coronavirus COVID-19. Escuche los contenidos de NTN24 en su plataforma de podcast favorita. All right, you guys, we're out here in Los Angeles. <laughs> I love the way you pronounce it. And I want to know what's your favorite thing so far about either the City of Angels or just California overall. Frank! Um, I love the weather. It's amazing. Ooh. It's warm That's... and it's not humid. It's the perfect weather. I've never felt anything like that. That's life. everyone's go-to answer, though. It's a very yeah. cliche answer. Well, it's uh, not. It's it's not like Miami. It's not uh, like the Caribbean. It's just beautiful. Jamie, got the, another side of you here in LA. <laughs> the weather's just perfect. I'm gonna say the dispensaries. Oh, I mean, okay. Okay. Really, I, didn't know, I didn't know about that, but anyway, go ahead. It's really like ah. they even have like. There's an app. There's an app. There's there's like a weed app. It tells just, you I, 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 where they are. I mean, please go to the next person. I'll talk all day about my happiness. I kind of like because I you know love watching sports. I kind of like that you could be able to watch a, like a game at 10 in the morning right. because oh. things are happening in the East Coast. So it's like you wake up and instead of waiting to the afternoon, you could just be in bed and watch uh, a game. So Good I time. like the three-hour I don't want to oversleep. Uh, I don't want to oversleep on a game I want to watch. It's like, oh, fuck, I missed the first two quarters. Shit. <laughs> Brush uh. your teeth while you're watching shit. Yeah, that's weird. Hey, my answer, it's got to be the girls. Fatima. Oh shit! Oh, now nah, you know what? Can we cut that part out? I don't want I don't want my girl in New York to hear that. Sure, we'll edit so it I, out. All right, you will? You promise? Nope. The Latinos Out Loud Yo, 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 Cali, yo, 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 we from New York, you know what I'm saying? So, yo, 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 this is what it is. We out here. What's 
soll. Hill West Coast, baby. Chillaxing. There's a range of yo's there. You went from like, yo, just out of the dispensary, yo, to like surfer, yo, to like, fuck it, we from New York, yo. Yep, yep. Because we those bi-coastal people right now. You know what I'm saying? We living out here on the West Coast. So you got to do as they do. Isn't that the saying? When in Rome? When in, uh, yeah, Rome do as the Californians do. Yeah. <laughs> What's up, everybody? Right. This is the yeah. Latinos Out Loud podcast, season yeah. five, episode 14. Oh. 14. Wow. Okay, what's up? It's your girl, Rachel La Loca. I'm Juan Bajo. Jay first. That's you. Frank Nibs. What's up, everybody? Hey, what's oh, up, girl? Snap, Rachel. I mean, look at where we are. Oh, man. Where are we? Amazing. We're in an airport Marriott. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> We have made it, you guys. We have fucking made it. Amazing. I cannot tell you how much fun I'm having in this airport Marriott pool. Yeah. This is, I mean, listen, as long as it's clean, I got to be honest. I'll be anywhere, even if it's a La Quinta. You know what I mean? It has to be clean. It's a long way from that hole in Washington Heights, so. It sure is. Remember that? I love how humble Frank is. That used to be your studio. Yeah, you're like part owner You sit on your own studio. It happens, you know? piece of shit studio. Smell like urine. Like, people were just walking in. You own this shit, You got to move on, you know? You know, better than that rat-infested studio you that you own with your brother. Yeah. <laughs> hey, 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 I gotta keep it real, you know. That's hey, how it is. Right? Honey, we gotta keep it moving, guys. But anyway. Did we out here deep no Dominicans doubt. in fucking Los Angeles? Aight. That shit. Is, I'm sorry, Jamie and Puerto, Puerto Rican. Puerto Rican. Papa. Yeah. Yeah. How you guys feeling, yo? I'm good. Mm. This yeah? is great. This is amazing. A great experience. I have to say, I've been learning how to be laid back, and it's like new for me. Yeah. I don't know how to be laid back in New York. Not you know a, me in New York. Nah. Am I laid back? No. Nah. Not at all. It's taken a while. But. It's funny because earlier today, uh, Frank and I went to Target. And uh, there was a line that was being created, and the cashier was really slow, having small talk, taking her time. And Incredible. Frank looked like he was twitching. Like, oh, oh man, yeah, you got that anxiety. Yeah. Like, what the fuck, yo? I didn't want to like, you know, the, the the older lady was right in front of me, and I didn't want like Mike. I was telling Mike, so this lady, like, you know, she was taking like five to ten minutes to go through her stuff, and they were having a conversation. I was like... Well, Frank, we had someone in New York like kick an old lady in the subway, so it was... I hope you weren't... <laughs> no, I, want, I hope you Don't weren't getting that sort of thing. Yeah. No, I want to never get that. Yeah. Because yeah. no. that's wow. what it sounds like. We just don't want the viewers to think that you were you were very close to like... <laughs> no, no, but... Never, never. Yeah. It was terrible. I had a similar experience in Starbucks. Right across That's the street different. from the airport Marriott yeah. is a Starbucks. Is this uh, an airport Starbucks? Uh, you would, you could say that. It's okay. adjacent to the airport. Right. Um, but it's in a strip mall. And I went in there for my skinny vanilla latte. And mm. I can't... I was just standing like, I can't believe... Barista guy? I can't believe you haven't fucking made my drink yet. <laughs> like, I've been here for a long time. Long time. Like, I don't know, seven minutes. And I'm just like, nothing? You didn't even start the milk going? <laughs> what the fuck is happening here? It's really how... It's just how it it's is. It's like wow. even the Ubers, the culture. even the Ubers are like really laid back. I call an Uber and it's 15 minutes yeah. to get there. Wow. Like usually it's three, four and it's like, nah, 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 it's 15 minutes. And they want to talk to you as soon as they pull up. Hey, man. I think everybody smoked out in this town. Is that what it is? Yeah, everybody's so, that's why I think everybody's so laid back. That's too Can much. I have, I have 
have a question works. though. Los Angeles, listen, where the hell are all the garbage cans? Yo, I don't How is it clean and there's no garbage cans? Do they eat the garbage? Where does Amazing. it go? No, but New York City is the only city that there's garbage fucking everywhere. Like I think I like I think the garbage. I'm the, looking for New York's it. the issue. Like it's, I don't think it's But we have garbage cans and dumpsters. Like if you if you've trashed, there's a receptacle no more than like ten steps away. I think in New York we just don't use it, but yeah. But you have garbage though. No, New York has garbage cans on the street near the parked cars. I don't right. see anything out here in Los Angeles. <laughs> right outside the McDonald's with the rats. No, by the way, uh, talking about LA, because I remember there was uh, an episode in season one where Jamie went to LA and he talked about his whole shenanigans with jaywalking. Jaywalking. And that I'm paranoid because me and Frank and yeah. you were trying to cross the street. I'm like, I remember what happened to Jamie. A cop car is going to come out of nowhere. Yo, and, I like, asked you yesterday. I guess I said asked. I asked them yesterday. I was like, let's just cross the street here. And both of them immediately, no. Yeah. I'm like, oh, oh, wait, no, Jamie. No, yeah, yeah, yeah. And I actually shared with an Uber driver, we shared jaywalking stories because I was oh, like, wow. yeah, last time I was here. Because he, he stopped in the middle of the road and he, he was like, I was like, all right, I guess I could just go go into the car in the middle of the road. And then I told him, I'm like, I've had exp- bad experience where someone yelled at me, scolded me for fucking uh, jaywalking at midnight, you know? And there was no other cars really around. Wow. And the cop basically was like, how dare you? Why would you do that? I was like, dude, relax. <laughs> but this guy was like, yeah, me too, man. Like, that happened to me. I had to go to court for that shit. And I was like, oh, okay. So I bonded with that Uber driver. Don't you love it out here, though? The weather yeah. is just amazing. It's amazing. Oh, and what's the place that we've been eating at? We got to give a shout out. Which who's responsible for a lot of our breakfasts? Here. Portos Bakery. Portos Bakery. Cuban Portos. style. Okay. Shout out yes. to Nick. Shout Ooh. out to Ricardo. Shout out to Ricardo. Oh, Ricardo. The manager. Should we? T- okay, listen. Oh, yeah. Okay. Hold all on. right. All right. All right. All right. All right. This is crazy. All right. Hey, hey, hey. I'm not going to say anything. Again, listeners, if you are aware of trends, you know that Rachel, when she goes somewhere to eat, drama is going to happen. It was amazing. And, it was. It was okay, like. And it happens. I don't know. I don't get it now. It happened like right on point. But anyway, Mike, continue. No, go ahead, Frank. You can tell this story. Uh, Rachel apparently put her bag of goods that she my to go bag of pastelitos. Yes, and she put it right next to uh, us. And there was a family that was sitting right next to us. And apparently, when they got up, they took Rachel's bag. They with stole goods. my shit. They stole my guava con queso pastelitos and one ham croqueta waiting for me for later. It was amazing, but apparently, Ricardo. Took care of everything. The, the manager, manager, the manager of Portals, mm-hmm. and he, Rachel, let him know what happened. He was so nice. He came to the table, and he gave Rachel. As a matter of fact, he gave you more. He gave me something extra, which I didn't know what it was, so I didn't eat it. Amazing, <laughs> Frank. But, yeah, I don't Frank know. Frank was funny though. Frank kept telling him, "Yo, yo, what's your name, bro? Yo, we're gonna shout you out in our podcast." <laughs> and yo, he kept telling him to the point where the guy got uncomfortable. He was like, "Yo, we shouting you out, bro, on our podcast." <laughs> yo, we gonna shout you out. What's your name again? Tell me your name. No, I'm good. I'm good. That New York attitude. I got to bring it down. I got to bring it down a notch around. We're overbearing. I I, I agree. People are reacting to us. I see everybody in the lobby looking at us. Every time we go out to eat, it's the same thing. Everyone's like, what the fuck? Why are they so loud? Speaking of that, um, I'm on the hotel security watch list (laughs) if we really want to talk about being loud. In this hotel where we're staying. You hot? You hot up in here? We've... Only been here. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Um, special I, guest? It's a special treat here because I know that you guys, room 28. <laughs> Yo, Rachel just got played. <laughs> you know, I'm going to, I'm going to, I'm going to have a titty attack. I'm going to have a titty attack. 
No, she was like, yo, guys, guys, we're wrapping this up at 10 o'clock, all right? We're not, I don't care where we're at at the podcast, we're wrapping this up at 10 because I'm on the watch list. Oh, but boy. listen, very quickly, because shout out to you guys, Room 28, because you guys are here for a situation. Um, a great situation. A great yeah. situation. But I definitely want to ask uh, my cousin Jerry, who's here in the room, to give us his insight of this whole watch list. On what thing happened. happened. Okay, great. Jerry's a witness. He was there. So was Jamie. Um, well, hi, everybody. Hey, Jerry. Hi. Hey, Jerry. Hi. Yo, Jerry's making his voice deeper because our impressions are always higher. So yeah, they yeah, don't yeah. want to have it so it matches up. <laughs> I'm tired of these motherfuckers. All right. <clears throat> uh, yeah, but I've also been chilling in Cali, so my voice is... Uh... Uh, anyway, a little uh, husky, yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, <laughs> little smoky, li- mm-hmm. right? A little barbecuey, little skunky, a little skunky, <laughs> a, little, a little cushy. Uh, <laughs> OG, yeah. Ah. So you know, I mean, I to Rachel's defense, there was obviously no weed smoking in the room. There mm. was no, no way, Jose. But was it loud when you walked in here? It was motherfucking loud. Yeah, <laughs> yeah but I, I guess it was just because you were just I'm. It was exposed and it kind of hit the air and it was in the air. Mm. And uh, well, there was a com- lift this in the air. Yeah. I thought you could almost kind of could be Not so. you know, con- um, confused with. Okay, if we're going to go into detail, the reason why I bought a eucalyptus plug-in, like a hot oil wax melting thing in the mm-hmm. socket in the bathroom, is because I thought Mike was going to stay in this room, and oh, yeah, if you yes. smelled his poops, yes. you know that you, you need... You, so I, I was point. preparing Again, for him to stay Again, as someone who has here. lived with him for a year and a half, I also validate Rachel's last <laughs> statement. <laughs> staying with me, and he brought like one of those poop-parees. Yeah, he knows what's so up. Far, At least he takes care so of it far, now. So good. Right. But he doesn't put it in the water. He puts it like right in his butt right before it comes out. <laughs> At this point. You spray your anus with that? You should read the label. Okay. Um, continue, but I just want to put all the, the elements out there. Correct. Okay. Uh, we were then in the room and we received a knock on the door. Wow. Yep. From hotel police. Because that's what he thought he He's- was. <laughs> wow. There's nothing police about him. Maybe the gut, but, but nothing right. else. All right. The donuts in his stomach. Yeah. Uh, so he comes over very authoritatively and says, you know, uh, he, you know, now he doesn't know who he's dealing with, first of all. Oh, my. And... Like, so we're all cringing. We're not cringing because of the guard. We're cringing because he's talking that way to Rachel. Yeah. Uh, we all put our clothes back on. Right. <laughs> <laughs> no, we were in here rehearsing and not that loud. No, but he said, we were oh, working. There, complaint- there was noise complaints from mm-hmm. neighbors and there was a smoking of marijuana. And obviously there wasn't. And, you know, Rachel tried to. And you know what he said to her? What? Let's not do this right now. Let's just uh, like like an agree to disagree. Yo, no, no. He said. What is it? He said, you really want to do this Oh, you really right want to do this right now? Ooh. Let's not. like He's like, you That's really want to do this right now? Let's just. That's let's just aggressive. Yeah. So Rachel was very offended. Yes. Uh, You know, and but to her credit, you know, she knows we're here for a bigger thing and. She's kind of yes. taking it in before she responds. I thought but... him tasering her was a little. It was a bit much. <laughs> <laughs> didn't have to get to that point. Yeah, yeah. He didn't have to taser me in the tit. That was uncalled for. But to be quite honest, okay, a lot of things were going through my head when it happened. Thank you for your recounting of the story. Oh, no problem, no problem. I thought it was very genuine. That was great. Um, uh, first of all, his approach was way too aggressive. It was just like, hold your horses. It was here. like, you know, I pulled you over type vibe. Yeah. Yeah, it was. I, yeah. I was watching. I was like in the seat, like directly. Like he saw me in the. He didn't see everyone else, but he saw me straight ahead. And I was just like, 
you know, hey, what's up, man? You know. Yeah, and second of all, look, what was like flashing through my head is that there's so much at stake here. So for the one of very few times in my life, I acted like a fucking pussy, and I yeah, was that's just not like, like you. That's uh, not that's, that's, yeah, yesterday I saw I saw I that. Was in like, you. wait, where where is she? Yep. I don't like her. Pussy Rachel is whack. And uh, that's not my style. But I don't want to be that girl that's going to, you know, be like room 28. Right. You got to. Re- she, she knew she was representing the group and she didn't want no crazy fucking like being thrown out of the hotel that we're staying in. Yeah, you know, I uh, no. yeah, well, whatever. Have you seen, if have I you... see him again. Yeah. Let me know. Let me know. But I, I think he I think he was just a random dude. We haven't seen him since. And I don't think he worked for the hotel. I think he was just like a weird dude who just liked to knock on people's doors and start shit. I think it's just funny because there's other people, uh, you know, with other talents within the same hotel, like well, singing and playing yeah. the trumpets. There's people from the voice here. And my yeah. door. Yeah. I'm on the hotel security and watch Rachel list. Rachel was playing a little reggae and shit. Oh, that's band. what it was. So I think there may be some neighbors here with a Confederate flag hanging. Oh, you know what I mean? Because I was is. blasting reggae. Oh, wait, okay. what kind of reggae? Old school reggae? Old or? school reggae, of course. Dust, Shabba Ranks. Something Mm-mm, like that. Yeah. You know? That would do okay. it. And eucalyptus. <laughs> and eucalyptus. They probably thought I had some Marley going on here. You know what I'm saying? But yeah. whatever. It's done. But I want to be good. And that's why this has to wrap. Yeah. So let's move on. All right. So, uh, obviously, this is the, the uh, NY to LA portion or version of our podcast but we're gonna give you still a treat frank his mind never stops never and he has an la version of fake news wow the views opinions and insinuations made by frank nibs do not necessarily reflect or represent those held by the latinos out loud podcast live from la gran manzana it's frank spirison news with frank nibs hello Folks. Hey, Frank. Hi, Frank. Hey. Hello, Hi, Frank. hello, Edos out here in the West Coast. This place is amazing. Like, my chakras are like on like 500 wow, over Frank, here. Frank, you know about chakras. Shaka Khan's Sh- here? Shakarakas? They call chakras. Chabaracas? You maracas? Chaco tacos? They like these maraca chakras. They like these pressure points in your body, and like when they get like livened, Right, like in this area, <laughs> like you know, alive in that's yeah. the new that's the new word. And out west, word word out here west in the west coast, like I don't know, I feel like I feel like the mountains and everything out here. If I feel like very deep, you know, I really do. I uh, love it. That's yeah, awesome. Course. And like, I don't, like a better version of Frank in the fake news. Yeah, that was like an acid so trip of a sentence. Yo, I'm seeing the mountains out here. There's a lot of stuff that goes out of him. Like our ancestors were out here like a long time ago. Ooh. Like, you know, a lot of us come like we got the Taino blood in us. Yes. And like, I feel like our ancestors out here. Like I've been looking out in the, in t- like from the hotel and I've been looking at the mountains and I've been looking well, out say, there. looking out the strip malls and shit. <laughs> Looking at Starbucks and uh, nah, fucking nah, Panda nah, Express. Nah, Jamie, those are mountains. Nah, people are out there, yo. I was looking out in Denny's and the kitchen, and our people are in there, yo. Nah, nah, guys, this place is deep, man. A lot of stuff has happened around this area. Like, you know, look, guys. I'm uh, sure the Del Taco across the street has seen a lot. Guys, our ancestors were in this area. I and I kind of, in a weird way, I kind of feel them. I'm not, I'm, not, I'm, I'm, I'm not lying to you. You know. 
guys, I have like a six cent. Mm. I have the seven, eight cents sometimes, you know what I mean? And I want to talk to you guys about a place around Malibu. It's called the Monolithic Monument of Malibu, okay? Wow. You did it the first take, Frank. Yes, yes. And I practiced this. You know I can't say these words very easily. That sounded beautiful. Right? Yeah. It took me a while. I've been studying this. And guys, this is deep, man. Like, I, I can't believe it sometimes. Like the stuff, the information that we don't know, in this in this place in Malibu, all the way like in these mountains, there's actually a sphinx, like there is in Egypt. What? And, yes, an actual sphinx on like a rock, a huge rock. Okay, and there's also a Buddha head. Mm. Okay, mm. and you could read up on this. This thing is crazy. Rachel's least... like, I smoked a Buddha head last night. Yeah. <laughs> and guys, Jamie. this is deep. This is deep. This comes from from a, a tribe of Indians, all right, that that lived here around this area over eleven thousand years ago. Okay, and listen to this: these Indians, this ash, these actual monuments don't actually come from these actual Indians. They come from people that came before them. Okay. Okay, and this place is not very far from Arizona and Area Fifty One and what have you. Okay, this area is like buzzing with UFOs and what have you for a very long time. Okay, and also in this area, by a very, very near place in San Diego, there's a military base, okay? And off this military base, offshore this military base, there's a UFO base off of Malibu. I believe that. You know why? Because I'm here and I'm watching all the airplanes land because it's like therapeutic for me. A lot of military planes. Also, a lot of noises of planes taking off and I'm like... Where's the fucking plane? Yes, and Bago's been looking around. Bago's been looking around, like looking for planes, and I'm just telling him, Bago, relax. There's things that you can't see around here, and they're existing. (laughs) All right. Yeah. He's been looking around the whole time, and I've been, I've been like, Bago, relax. Bago, relax. Well, we are. On my next fake news, I'm gonna let you know the answers. Yeah. And those are not stars; those are drones. Right. (laughs) Folks, there's a very, there's a military, there's a naval military base very close to here. It's called Point Mugu. Military base. That's And this naval military base has been there for a long time. And this actual, from Google Earth, there's an actual UFO base off of this, off of the actual shore that people have done a Google search Earth. And you actually see like almost, it looks like a spaceship coming out of the actual Earth itself. Okay, so that's not just telling you guys that this area has always had like a huge UFO presence. And Gentrification, hu- man. No! <laughs> the, aliens are, the aliens are moving here now. Alien gentrification. <laughs> no, nah, but serious. I, 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 on, on, a, on, a, on a serious note, guys, this place has always been buzzing with our ancestors and the UFOs, and we've always been in contact with them, okay? And like, I feel them right now. I and- feel them too, Frank. I definitely feel them. And that's not the El Chapo strand that I bought from the dispensary. No, the El Chapo strand made me feel like I... I know why they call it El Chapo, because I felt like I had a bullet in my intestine. You were hurting, yes. Wait, Frank, so you feel feel both the aliens and our ancestors? I'm confused. (laughs) You're feeling a lot of shit around here. Our ancestors always had connections with the the extraterrestrials. Um, It goes back to many years. Like, you hear a lot of our, our, our... our, our folk tales and the, uh, and the Indians, the Tainos, we always had a connection with mm. them. You know what I mean? Um, we called them different names, but we always had a connection with them. Always. That's never, 
that's never been here or there. Um, uh, a lot of the folklore uh, stories by the Indians that actually were on this side always explain. Uh, 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 for example, in um, the Grand Canyon, we had a civilization that actually lived in the Grand Canyon inside the Grand Canyon, and they always spoke of actual entities coming from underneath the earth and actually co-inhabiting with them, and they always spoke about these beings. So we have a very close connection to the actual beings, and I actually feel them right now. I was going to say, there's something very spiritual. No bullshit. I swear I'm not making a joke. There's something very spiritual and like magnetic about being in Los Angeles. It hey, there feels is. different than They New don't York. call it the City of Angels for no reason. Like, there's so much that goes on here, honestly. True you got the facts. San Andreas Fault, <laughs> right? That's right. You've got like... Yo, I think I, I sound like how Frank just like came to the conclusion, yo, they don't call this shit the City of Angels for nothing. <laughs> I'm telling you, guys. City of angels. angels all around us. These are the beings of light, okay? So they named this area the City of Angels for a reason. And guys, it's for a reason. Wow. That, Yo, that's Frank, Frank. no yes. need to say anything else. Wow. Co- Frank, coast to coast. Yeah. Even here more, I yeah. think. Yeah. Here it's like wow, Frank yeah. is on steroids. Yo, his fake news is getting out to another level. Hey, wow. LA, LA did that to me, but um, yeah. <laughs> and, and Frank, if you want right. to know, if you want to know the the list of dispensaries Cut. Frank went to, just uh, we'll you know, put it in email, the show notes. Yeah, email him. <laughs> and you can also email, email him, and you. Thank, thank, thank you, folks. Thank you, Otto, thank my you, little, Frank. and my other little's out here in, in LA. I like wow. They hitting you up, they sliding a DM. You know what I'm saying? Okay. But anyhow, Eloeros, okay. my love, out here in the LA area, our West Coast, my love. Thank you so much. Beautiful place. All right, you guys. It is the time of the show. Yep. You know, you guys, I don't have to keep saying it. It's going to be amazing because we have an amazing guest. We're out here on the West Coast. And so all we got to do is phone a friend. And he's here right now. Mr. Frankie Quinones, a.k.a. Cholo Fit. Creeper is in the building. Yo, we came to you, bro. What's up, homies? Yeah. We came to you, all right? It's not a phoner. We're here with you, bro. Live and direct. Awesome. I think we we had, uh, we interviewed him via satellite one time. We had Andrew Santiago. He did yeah, one of yeah. the Que lo que quickies From LA And it was like yeah. In your house And we're like Yo from we're just LA. chilling In his apartment <laughs> Yeah Andrew's apartment He just moved in there man uh, like, <laughs> We're sitting on top Of boxes and shit this year. That's hilarious <laughs> Hi it's so good to see you Oh good to see you too Always good to see you Oh my god We run into each other Like on different coasts On different uh, Internet platforms we're just so connected. Okay, let's talk about our history, okay? Ahead, we have a lot to talk about, so yeah, we'll we just we'll get right to it. Okay, so we've been friends for a while. Um, we love seeing your growth and everything you're doing. There's a lot to talk about right now, so maybe we could just jump on some of these current projects that you have. Like, you out here hustling. I mean, Cartoon Network. Right. What else? <laughs> yeah. I mean, there's, like, so many different things. Tell everybody a little bit about what you got going on. Uh yeah, I'm t- lately I've been touring a lot, but uh, the the current thing that the Cartoon Network show Victor and Valentino that just premiered like last Saturday morning, I think it was. Congrats! And, uh, Congrats! I mean, come on! Oh yeah, yeah, I'm excited about that, man. I love doing voices and stuff. So, and then we just got an order for a full second season. So, what? Oh, that's so that's amazing! <laughs> yeah, yeah. Congrats. So, <laughs> when you were younger, <laughs> did you ever want to be like a cartoon voice watching Saturday morning cartoons? Or you like, yo, I, I want to be a Smurf, man? Yeah, <laughs> like a Latino yeah, Smurf. Yeah, yeah right. Yeah. What were the Latino Smurfs Smurf. named? Yeah. Cholo Smurf. Yeah. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> Hey, Gargamel's tripping, homie. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> 
So that's, and you're also working with Jenny, our friend, Abuela. On oh, yeah, yeah, one. yeah, yep. Yeah. She Love was Jenny, also man. interviewed. She's good people, yeah. She so, was interviewed on the so podcast. So tell us, tell us about how you got it and how the experience has been doing the cartoon. Man, well, the homie, uh, the homie Diego, he, uh, he's a creator and, uh, he uh he was actually came to was coming to my shows my stand up shows, and uh, I didn't even know and he would just come and then he was like finally I met him and he had he has a friend who was an artist and and his friend that's an artist was following me for a while and he kind of was like hey you got to check this guy out as Diego started kind of putting the show together and Diego's been at the Diego Milano's been at the um, Cartoon Network for a long time and they yeah. gave him an opportunity to make his own show so his homie our homie Roland Barry who's a, a artist here based out of L A. He was like, hey, man, you got to check this guy out. So he started coming to my shows, and but he was all humble. He didn't say, like, hey, bro, you know. I'm, uh, oh, I was Cartoon I'm, Network. Yeah, who yeah. are you? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm, I got a show here. I'm working on it. But um, anyways, he and then so he just called me in for an audition one day. And then, we, and then uh, you know, then like a week later, he was like, hey, you know, we got you in. Da, 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 let's do this. And so, yeah, here we are. So I just do like a, a few voices, and I do a, a – one of the main characters is Maria Teresa. Can we hear the uh, Yeah. <laughs> no, not right now. But uh, – <laughs> But yeah, she kind of plays like an older Theo who thinks she's the shit, you know, that kind of vibe. And so her arch nemesis is like uh, one of the other main characters, Chata, who's the grandma, the two two main characters, Victor and Valentino. So, you know, there's a little comic relief in there. Yeah, she's fun. She's fun to do, man. It's cool. That's oh, dope. Wow. And, and is that, does that come from an inspiration? Like, do you do you have a, a Theo that sounds like that? Like, how did you prepare to do that voice and where does that come from? All family, man. Like. My mom and then, um, you know, just Diaz and, you know, even my grandma. And, uh, uh, yeah, yeah, just kind of base it off them and then kind of did add my little spice on it or whatever. And then there there it was. And then we kind of worked on it for a while in, in the studio. And then we finally got it. Like, he was like, all right, there it is. And then so we've just been rocking with that. That, that's cool. that is that that is like a, a bucket list of thing to have. Where well, you actually had a movie that came out a few months ago that you were in when you did a voice for as well, right? Oh yeah, yeah, that was a one. It was like a direct TV movie, yeah, it just yeah, went straight to direct TV. But uh, yeah, it was cool, man. It was fun, and it was like uh, Rob Schneider and uh, Jeff Foxworthy were in it. Wow. And then they put, <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. Oh, Jeff Fox. Okay, tell yeah, me yeah. more. Yeah. Tell me more. Yeah. So yeah, that was a that was a cool experience, man. You know, I mean, it was just straight to DirecTV, DirecTV. But I was it's like, okay, yeah, it's okay, cool, man. Because <laughs> I hung up the poster in my room. I was like, hey, check it out. And everybody's like, when does it come out? I was like, oh, if you have DirecTV, it's on your cable box right now. You know, <laughs> it was cool. That's so awesome. So you heavy here out on the stand-up scene. What's that like being a Latino out here? Like, are you, do you feel like you have a lot of brethren doing the same thing? Are you repping hard for Latinos out here? Or, or tell us about the stand-up circuit out here. Yeah, I mean, it's good. I mean, there's a lot of, it's got good people in stand-up. You know, it kind of gets, I, mean, I would say earlier in the game, it gets a little, uh, you know, it's like kind of like a shark tank. Everybody's fighting for stage time. And then, you know, that whole machismo side of, uh, you know, Latinos, how we get sometimes. And so you kind of got to be like, hey, bro, come on, man. You know, there'll be people beefing with each other over some dumb shit. You know, it's like, hey, we're out here trying to make people laugh, man. Let's chill out, you know. And then, you know, and there's more, there's always room for funny people. You know what I mean? If there's more funny Latinos and Latinos will come to comedy shows more. You know what I mean? It's just like. It's like I had a joke about a crazy aunt. Yo. Yeah, yeah. Yo, <laughs> yeah, right? right? I'm doing the Tia stuff tonight. I you had the flying chancla joke first, man. <laughs> 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 But uh, nah, nah, overall, it's all good, man. It's pretty, you know, like I said, there's like good people in there and, you know, it all helps when we help each other and stuff like that. You know, you meet 
when we meet each other, like people like us, man, we're all about networking and Juan and just bring people together, bring each other up. And that's the way we're going to progress, man. So it's like, so it's good to see that. But yeah, I'm all about stand up. That's how I started, you know what I mean? So um, now we've just been, you know, it's been, now we're touring a lot and doing all the clubs and stuff like that. So I've been, uh, yeah, been grateful. It's been a blessing. Just to, I love that live energy, you know, being in front of people and like the mic and just like, what's up? Let's party. Are you doing multiple characters when you're doing stand up? Yeah, I do. Um, like sometimes I just get booked just to do stand up and I'll just do my set. Or when I tour with my buddy Craig Robinson, I open for him. I just do my regular stand up. But uh, the, my show has uh, kind of evolved into I do a character Pachanga, and then I do myself. I, I do stand up for like 30 minutes, and then I do Juanita Carmelita, and then I do Creeper uh-huh. at the end. And then I have a quartet band that's on the side that rocks with us. And uh, so we do that. So it's a lot of energy, you know, a lot of outfit changing. Like, man, so lately we've been gone the last six weekends in a row. So I've been like putting a lot of mustaches on. That's why my skin's all messed up. I'm oh. upper lip right here. <laughs> It's where, all like dried out. Where are you traveling to? Tell us, like, oh man, we've been far? yeah, yeah, well, you know, just around the country, all the you know, Florida and you know, all the Cali. We're in the north, northwest, you know, Seattle, Portland, you know, all of Texas, San Antonio, you know, El Paso, Dallas. Yo, so how is it when it's uh, when you have the Blanquito audience and how they react to to, uh, to some of the Latino characters that you do? Yeah, yeah. I mean, I, I would say for the most part they're with it, you know. Now, cause like they come, cause they're kind of a lot of people already know what what they're yeah. getting into, so they're excited about it. You know what I mean? But it's, it's do cholo like, fit, dude, cra- dude. Those are crazy. When we went to, we did a club in uh, Indiana, and uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah, and um, uh, in Indianapolis, and it was like, it was like a there was a dude who showed up, like he was like this buff white dude, and he had like a you know. Uh, you know, our pre- supporting our president shirt on, and so Aww. yeah, homie. And so I was, we were all, we were like, man, is this fool here to start shit or like what? Like, what is he doing? You know. And so we were like, oh man. And he was like, yeah, like six other people with him, and then we're sitting there. But then we see him laughing, and we're like, all right. And then I, but then I get nervous. I'm like, oh shit, does he think I'm making fun of my own people? You know what I mean? Or what mm. is it? Why is he here? And then, but he waits in line after. And then we're like, oh, and then I got nervous again. I'm like, oh, man, is this fool going to start shit? Like, fucking, you know, like build the wall or fuck Mexicans or whatever the fuck. And then, and then, uh, but he comes up and he's like just showing all kinds of love, you know? And he's like, oh, bro, I've been following so long. I'm always at the gym. I love Creeper. And I always tell my brother-in-law, we're always quoting you. And, oh, man, thank you, brother. And da, da, da. And I was like, so it's kind of, it was kind of a mind fuck. You know what I mean? Because I was like, what the fuck? Like, all right, cool. Don't man. you want to so, tell him, like, you can't be a fan of mine. Yeah, Get yeah, out of here. Know, right? Beat su- it. You can't support Trump and come to my shows. I'll be just like, that's not Have a-, a safe trip back to Mexico. Okay? Yeah. Oh. <laughs> hey, so I wanted to come see you before you get deported, bro. It's all good, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> right, right. Tell the audience um, how the whole Cholo Fit thing started. And then yeah. when it just got to a certain point where like celebrities and everything, like stuff from the beginning. Oh man. Uh, yeah. So we had like the first like creeper video I did was like probably like seven, eight years ago. I mean, he, he obviously wasn't as dialed in as he is now, but um, you know, it was a, it was a funny video. It was, you know, it was kind of cheesy or whatever, but, and then we did a video called Cholo Whisper and, uh, oh my God. and we did that like, I don't know, about four years ago or something. And it did well, you know, it got like half a million hits and people were like, oh, you got to make another one. You got to make another one. And, and, you know, Creeper was in there. And I was like, well, you know, Trollo Whispers when the, the family's rescued him, but he's kind of wilding out. And so I was like, well, what's what's going to be next? You know, and then so I was like, oh, he's got to get a job. And so 
in the Trollo Whisper, he kind of works out in the backyard a little bit, like he's doing his yard workouts. And so I was like, oh, I know he could teach a workout class in the backyard. And then we just went to the homie's house, and then my dad was there. And then all those people that are in the video, they weren't even supposed to be there. They, like, stopped to get something. It was like, you know, and just are chill. And I was serious? like, I was like, hey, you guys, come over here real quick. Come stand in the back. I'm, like, doing this video. What? It was like, it was like, it, it was like almost catching lightning in a bottle. Like, none of that shit was planned, you Yeah, know? but they're all and so good just... in the video. <laughs> I know, right? I thought right? they were actors. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> Casted for that. <laughs> Two of them. I had to, you know. <laughs> Oh, Two of them were like other comedians that I had planned to be there, but the rest just happened to stop oh by the my house. God. And then my dad was like down the street and he was bringing us tamales. And I was like, hey, dad, like get in the video, be the OG. And I went t- <laughs> chest to chest with him, you know, and then like, man. And then that just like, yeah. And then we just put it out. I would say within like two days. And then that whole week was just crazy. Like I was getting emails from like pictures from like. Australia, even these two fools, Australian fools, send me a picture with their little baby Joey, their baby kangaroo in the middle of them, and they're doing a cholo squat, and it looks like no. the kangaroo's doing a squat, and they're uh. like, represent, da, da, da. And I'm like, uh. these fools don't even know what a cholo is, but they just uh, <laughs> latched a creeper for whatever reason, you know what I mean? That's amazing. Dude, I was like, what is happening, homie? Cholo <laughs> is Australian for mate. Uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> who, who was the first uh, celebrity that reached out to you? Um, Oh, man. I can't. The, I, I think the the one I that sticks out in my head is French Montana because he would just like a lot of like radio DJs and local. Even like Big Boy had me on, and you know Big Boy's a huge, uh, you know he's like a radio legend. Especially you know he's he's a he's a voice of Los Angeles, but uh, and I was like that was very humbling. I was like oh shit, Big Boy, what's up, homie? And then uh, but then um, Big Boy's actually the one who texted me. He was like French Montana, and then I was like, what is he talking about? I didn't know what he was talking about yet. And then, uh, and then I, you know, people started tagging me. I went to French Montana's Instagram, and he shared like three of my videos, like in one, like wow. within five minutes each. And then, so yeah. And then his peoples flew me out to uh, Vegas, like that New Year's. So that that video went viral, like around September. And then, like that New Year's, uh, his people flew me out. And we, uh, su- like they surprised. They wanted to surprise him. So I was like, they like brought me in and I went, I went and changed as creeper that I was like, oh shit, man, they're going to make me be dressed as creeper all New Year's Eve. Like I'm going to be all drunk and everything. And then, uh, but then I, I, he was like getting out of the shower. He had his robe on and they're like, come over, come over like that. And he was like, oh, he was like genuinely like so surprised and excited. And I was like, oh damn, this is a trip, homie. And then, so he's like, I love this motherfucker. I love this motherfucker. And then. So I was like, all right, try. and then he was like, hey, come kick it with us, go change. And I was like, oh, thank God. I was like, I was going to have to stay in character all night getting Can all, you imagine? Getting all fucked like, up. Yeah. I'll give you like $5,000. Just stay dressed like <laughs> yeah, that yeah. and come on my boat. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, we're going hey, to hey, yeah. go to the marina from here. We're going to yeah. go there. Yeah. <laughs> I have a question for you. As far as uh, um, creator and writer, how did you maintain developing Cholo Fit and Creeper as time went on because sometimes people get a character that goes viral and they don't know how to sustain like the development of a character like can you give us a little bit of background on the process yeah I would think like uh, showing other sides of him and maybe getting more getting deeper into him because you know he's got it he's obviously got some layers of pain you know like he's been through some shit and and you, you see it in his eyes sometimes or even in his little emotional moments like we did that video where he runs into Santa Claus in, in the middle of the night, and he gets real emotional on that. It's almost like a little scene, and it's, all it is is a dialogue be, back between him and Santa Claus. And, and that vid- video actually has the most hits out of any of my videos. Oh, not, not, it's not even the Cholo Fit wow. video. It's that one, Creeper Meets Santa. So it's, <laughs> it's, it's like, Santa, it's a cool verse. It was super what I mean, you know? And then he just like, he gets all emotional in there. And then, so I think that helped, man. A lot of people... 
that come to come to shows or know about creepers from that video actually ah. and then so and then they that helped them discover the, the workout videos so it's kind of ah. like yeah yeah that was an interesting little thing but i would say adding layers and showing up showing other sides to the character was yeah because you had at one them. time you had a couple of videos that he broke down because he's always relaxed and chill but then yeah. you had a couple of videos that he just went awol yeah and that and then, that helped out too yeah he flipped because then the audience was like whoa wait wait a minute yeah and gave another layer because it's like wait this is always in control and he's losing his mind right. <laughs> have you ever thought of the giving meltdown. creeper like his own show or developing a show yeah i mean him? we're working on something i don't want to say too much because you know you, we all know how this industry is yeah, like uh, yeah things fall Give through all the time something. but you know we're trying to make we're trying to make something happen yeah they were like working on working on a uh you know a sketch show with a, where all the characters live in and but then we're working on a uh fe- trying to get a feature off the ground uh that my buddy craig robinson is helping me with and a couple other couple other producers yeah, yeah. uh we're trying to make like you know kind of a Hopefully, cult classic kind of vibe, but we'll see what happens. Just like Cholo Fit, the Rise and Fall Creeper, and just, you know, just get trying to get that going. But let's yeah. get it. You know what? I would listen to a Creeper podcast. You know what? Right? Right? Yeah. Like, right. <laughs> what? That's a great idea. <laughs> oh, there you go, Check in with you wherever you go. <laughs> can we can we rewind now now that we've spoken a lot about the present mm-hmm. let's rewind because i want to hear from you like how you got your start in comedy and maybe you can tell us if there was anything you were doing before comedy what was it uh yeah i would just uh i would say you know the way i got started was uh well before that before comedy you know i was working odd in jobs my, my main job after i i went to school you know in san francisco and then, um, you know, I lived there for almost like 20 years, actually. So that's where I started comedy. But I was doing like, I was working like a shipping and receiving job and, you know, just like kind of manual labor stuff. And then I left that job when I started getting more gigs. And then, you know, and then I went broke. And then I was like <laughs> sleeping on couches, borrowing money. And then I came down here and I was like busting tables and delivering sandwiches and all that. But uh, <clears throat> the way I got started was my mom and dad were like diehard stand-up fans. So when I was little, they would let me watch like, you know, Richard Pryor, George Carlin, Paul Rodriguez, you know, Eddie Murphy. And they were just all about it. We watching Living Color like religiously. Like That's it was like so. our like like we couldn't wait for a Living Color on Sundays, you know. <laughs> and then uh, you know, Saturday Night Live Two Culture Clash, all them shows. And like, we just ate it up, man. That was like their their religion, you know. Die they're like diehard old old school funk fans too, you know. They went to like Rick James's funeral, you know, my, Wow. My, yes. my sister is named after Tina Marie, you know. It's just wow. like Yeah. <clears throat> So they were all about feel good, like positive vibes, like that kind of thing. So that was a uh, that was uh, I was, so I always knew I was like I want to do this, you know. And I and I was doing I was like a socially conscious underground hip hop MC before. I was like totally dedicated to oh, it, wow. like just recording songs. We did shows, like the whole thing, like all about it, you know, like elevated consciousness, rocking this, you know, like all <laughs> 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 that dumb shit. <laughs> but. But I was all about it, homie. So then when I started stand-up, I was already used to being on stage with a mic. You know what I mean? So it kind of helped out. But, uh, yeah, I just hit an open mic in, in San Pancho, you know. And then uh, I was nervous as hell. I had to get all drunk. And, you know, I did five minutes on, you know, taking a shit. And it was, it was, it was like, okay. <laughs> so it was the dookie, I got a couple chuckles. Shit, so I was yeah. like, oh, I might have something. Yeah. Forget the social consciousness. I'm going to talk about taking a shit for five minutes. Right? <laughs> that's dope so now here you are you left all that in your Mm -hmm. past no more manual labor but like what are some of give us um 
some advice that you want to share with like that that youth that's still busting tables? Oh yeah, man. I would just man, just stick stay away there, homie. But also get on stage as much as you can, and then uh, I would say uh, you know, it took me a while to to be able to to just let myself put pieces of myself into the stand up, you know, to where it's like because there's only one you, you know what I mean, and then but to be able to convey that in a stand-up set like oh shit that's that person you know what i mean then it's like i think that's when i or when you know you'll hit the next level is when you're able to put those layers out but in the beginning just be funny you know get your first five minutes ten minutes and you know be funny then after that you can you know start putting uh you know start writing material about stuff from your life that only you could could uh write about and then you know then it's genuine that way could we uh creep into your process real quick. <laughs> did you guys hear that? Did anybody, did anybody, anybody take note of what I just did? Uh, you know, give us give us a, a little uh, brief look into your creative process. Like, how often are you writing material? And do you have a notepad? Like, where do you, are you in your yeah, iPhone yeah. notes? Or what do you All of that. Yeah, I got, the, I got the iPhone notes. I got the notepads full of stuff. You know, I got the laptop. We're just constantly going. It, it kind of helps me doing the different characters because then, if I'm get if I get burnt out or the eyelids get heavy on one thing, I could like go for a walk and then I'll switch to another working on another character, another project, and then it kinda helps keep things flowing. But you also gotta live your life and go get inspired, you know. Some people just I got writer's block and they're just sitting at a desk and they're well, fuck man, go fucking look at a tree for a while or something. Like, you know, I don't know. <laughs> but uh I I would say that and then just hanging out with my family and you know, the homies and everything and then just letting things come to you organically, but a lot of, you know, there's definitely, I definitely do a lot of writing and a lot of p- crumbling up pages and throwing them away and starting over again and all that shit, just trial and error. And then, you know, it's so it happens so often where I'm like, oh, this is funny. This is going to be so funny. And then I go and bring it on stage and eat shit, you know, <laughs> I'm just like, ah, fuck, man, I could have swore, you know, but then it's like, nah, homie, all right, fucking, you're going to bounce back or whatever. Like, just stick with it and just, you know. And then something else, you know, something else will happen. And then it's like, bam, then you're like re-inspired. Da, da, da. You know, it's a cycle. You know how it is. Shit. Yeah. Sometimes yeah. You, sometimes I feel like a robot on stage. I'm like, I'm tired of these jokes. Da, da, da. And then sometimes, I'm, you know, you do six good sets in a row. Like, oh, shit, I'm on a roll, baby. What's up? And then you, get, <laughs> and then you go eat shit again. You know, it's like it's just like a constant cycle. <laughs> how is um, how's your family? What's their reaction to your career? Um, and like, do they ever feel like, wait a minute. Are you like when you go to family gatherings? Are you taking material? Like, are you are yeah. you studying me? Oh man, yeah. You know, yeah. I got those deals and those deals. Like, some of them get annoying, man. Like, oh shit. Hope they. I mean, I, I actually, yeah, I hope they listen to this. Oh, <laughs> the truth comes out. <laughs> Atención, familia. <laughs> Tia, I have a message for you on the Latinos Out Loud podcast. <laughs> you gotta listen to it. <laughs> but uh, they, yeah, yeah, that, that's always happened at the family barbecues. Hey, you can use it. Hey, use this one. Use this one. Hey, mira, mijo. Hey, cuando. Hey, da da da. And then it's like, all right, yeah, thanks, Theo. Oh, you give me permission to use it? Wow, thank you. You know, like. You know, it's like <laughs> But it's like, but if you use it, it's like, all right, you better give me half of whatever you get from that joke. Okay? Right. Like, exactly, man. Yeah, yeah. Oh, man. We get that a lot, too, like in the sketch world. I get it from my dad all the time. But the thing is with my dad, he gives me like these half-baked ideas. And then he wants credit like he just fucking, you know, wrote the comedy Bible right. and shit. Like, <laughs> do a joke yeah. about Sarah Palin. Yeah. Everybody loves to hear about Sarah Palin. Right. Huh? 
I'm like, I don't even know what you're giving me right now. Like, what is this? You can use that. You can use that. Then you, then you do something about politics. He's like, see, I told you. Yeah. It's really ridiculous. <laughs> Let's go into the future real quick with we Frankie actually, Quinones. We actually, we actually had an astrology convention in the hotel we're doing this in, like this oh, weekend. So, so. No, yeah. for real? Yeah, yeah was, yo. Like, it was hardcore. There was yo, like, Judy Tenuta was here. Judy Tenuta. Oh, wow. <laughs> with her accordion. Damn, the galaxy's a trip, though, you know? And it's like yeah. old dudes with, like, b- way the blonde <laughs> hair, like, that looks way too... It's like 20-year-old hair, but, like, a 60-year-old and guy. And sequin jackets that yeah. don't button no, quite yeah. what? correctly. Yeah. Anyway, let's go into the future. Yeah. So we heard a little bit about what you're working on, but let's, uh, I don't know, let's pick a year. How about 2030? Ooh, damn. Oh, damn. Damn, damn. Yeah. It's not that far away, people. Just letting you know. But in the year 2030. Where, where's Frankie Quinones in the year 2030? Oh, man. Uh, yeah, hopefully, you know, got some shows and hopefully a couple features under the belt. I don't know. Hopefully still touring. Yeah. In a flying car. Yeah, yeah, I know, right? right? 2030. Yeah. Yeah. I'm in my flying lowrider, like, yeah, just defying all odds. Yeah. We also like kind of glanced over something before that you dropped that you're like BFF with Craig Robinson. Like, oh we, yeah, that's the homie. Can man. we delve into that just a little bit? Yeah, yeah. He's just, I don't know, a comedy icon. Right, right, yeah, yeah. He's uh, he's good people, man. He kind, he just kind of took me under his wing, and we kind of clicked. And I've been, you know, I've been touring with him just over four years now. We knew each other a little bit before that, but I wasn't all like, hey, what's up? You know, he's got a lot of cats hollering at him, obviously, for some stuff, but. Yeah, and you know, he just hit me up one day, and he goes, hey, man, like, are you available? And I go, uh, yeah, you know, I was, like, delivering, you know, I was busting tables and doing my thing. And um, and then he just took me on tour with him, and then kind of just, like, you know, it was kind of just uh, inspiring or motivating to see, because he's such a down-to-earth, cool-ass dude. And I'm like, you know, you'd meet a, you'd meet some people in the industry, you might get discouraged by their, their uh, pers- or, you know, their attitudes or whatever. You know, like, oh, no, fuck that. And da, da, da. They're just willing to do whatever, stab with anybody in the back. But and I'm like, oh, Craig showed me, like, nah, man, you can still be down to earth about that love and just genuinely just want to make people laugh and then be a star at the same time. You know, and he's just like so chill. And I was like, damn, you made me believe, like, oh, man, I could do this. You know what I mean? Like, I could do it. And uh, now we're like family friends. He goes to mom and wow. pops' his crib. We barbecue. Wow. Like, he's always stopping by my house now and just like, you know, and then we just we call each other and give each other words of encouragement and stuff like that, you know, cause we all deal with our shit, you know? So it's good. It's good. Any, anything, you just become a good homie and then just really inspiring and motivating. And now to be able to, you know, work on stuff with him is like, Oh my gosh, you know, is there anything as far as a comedian that you've learned working with him that you've taken for yourself as far as being a stand up comedian? Yeah. I would say like, uh, kind of just, uh, letting it go, man. Cause you know, just being able to just be yourself. It's just cause, even like 10 years in, I'll still go up there and be like, you know, uh, am I doing okay? Uh, you know, and the crowd, even if it's subconsciously, they sense that, you know what I mean? Like you, you still might make them laugh and all that, but you ain't gonna, you ain't up to your full potential. You know what I mean? Because you haven't said fuck it yet. <clears throat> and seeing him go on stage, just cause he has that star power. Like people are just so excited just to see him walk onto the stage. Like when he yes. comes out, see, there's like, oh shit, there he is. Oh my gosh. You know, <laughs> they, you know, they watch the office, they watch hot tub you know, all these yeah. movies they, just to see him in person. They're, they're, you know, they're, they're, they're shit. They're oh, shitting themselves almost. Wait, sorry. I don't know. Nah, they're uh, I don't know if they're shitting themselves. <laughs> Are we going back to your... I don't know where that came from, bro. This is your part of the five-minute set. Yeah. My, my first, my first five-minute That's funny, right? Shit? Yeah, shit. Everybody got shit. So, 
I, I saw you. <laughs> I saw you pop up in the end of uh, I was like a Marlon Wayans video, and then you just popped up at the end. Oh like yeah, a cameo. yeah. So like, how does that process work now? When you do a lot of internet videos, and there's a whole community of people now doing that. Not all of them are stand-ups. Some of them are just kind of that's what they do, right? Like, right. do you? How are you? Finding that community is it something where you guys call each other up and say, "Hey, come come down today and let's do a quick thing." Is yeah. it everybody very accessible? You know, at that point. I mean, I would I would say yeah, yeah. People are come, uh, people become I don't know. I guess more accessible or more willing to work with you if you kind of you know are in your own thing. But that's a balance I'm still trying to find. Is because you could have a great career just being a YouTube star. You could have a great career just being an Instagram star these days, you know? And, uh, and a lot of people that come to my shows is because they follow, you know, Creeper on Instagram or they follow me on Instagram and stuff like that. And so it's something that I'm trying to get more familiar with. And, you know, all those, these guys that, you know, like that video with Marlon Wayne's was because the dude Anwar, like he connected yeah. us and Marlon knew how I was. And I was so humbled by that. And he was like, Hey man, let's do it again soon. And I was like, Oh my gosh, bro. You're Marlon Wayne's and shit. <laughs> but I tried to just hold my shit together. Like, okay, we're here to work here. And that's what's up. All right. We're <laughs> <on it."> <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, we're professionals, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but it's, but it's crazy, man. The amount of money that YouTube stars make. And I mean, you know, so they're not tripping. They're just like, but I, I think I, I'd rather, just I don't, maybe it's because I'm older. I just would. I'm just more interested in doing like TV and, yeah. f- and film and stuff like that. And but you know, I'm I'm also very grateful for doing the little Instagram videos. They're so fun. Like Creeper just wilding out, losing his shit. He's kind of like, all right, man. He's all positive vibes. But hey, now now that he since he has his meltdowns every now and then, like he's he, he could go back to that at any moment. So he's kind of a loose cannon. Or like, yeah. damn, I hope he's cool right now. You know. But it's like he might fucking start doing some push-ups on top of your car and fall <laughs> off. And I don't know. Just like. Like so, it's like so. It's fun to to have that avenue available, you know, because mm-hmm. uh, a lot of people show me love through Instagram, and, and I'm grateful for that. And I love doing those short form. I love doing short form content. But I would say my heart, and my goals are set in longer form and TV shows and features and stuff like that. But you know, that's that's long term uh, goals. Is. Here's my last question: What is the weirdest fan creeper <laughs> cholo fit? Situation you've had since you've oh, done public stuff. Other than the first time you met Mike, <laughs> oh man! And I bet, I bet, that, I bet this girl, or I would say, say woman, is probably gonna listen to this because it sounds like she she listens to follows everything I do. But <laughs> bless her heart, she seemed like a. I mean, I don't know. I didn't do this, but she rec- she hit me up. We slid into the DM, and I hardly looked through the DMs. But this one time, I looked through, and I and I found this one, and she was like, she was very upfront. She's like, "Hey, I'm a fitness instructor." I love your character, Creeper. Um, you know, I would love for you to come over. I'll cook dinner for you. What? And she was just straight up like, you know, we can be safe about it, but, you know, I'd love for you to dress up as Creeper and us to have, you know, have a fun night. Oh, wow. Oh, my God. Wait, what does like, she mean? Yeah. <laughs> she wanted to creep with Wait, Creeper? So you're going to cook with her? Yeah. You're going to make tamales or what, homie? Like, I don't get it. What's up? Yeah. Shit. <laughs> wow. Yeah. I know Car- you get Carlos is like... <laughs> <laughs> I guarantee. <laughs> yeah. Wow. And then go on. Right Did you? Did you go? No, no. Oh, I, didn't. Okay. I was too like. I was like, hey, homie, is this a setup or what is this? You know. But yeah. but I looked at her Instagram page. I mean, she's like a normal person. I th- I think it was. I honestly think it was legit. But I, I wasn't willing to take that chance. You know. I was just like. Wow. Wow. But yeah, what a trip though that she was just like. I gotta. 
I, you know, I got to make, I got to go out there. I got to put myself out there and go for it and try this. And I was like, You Damn. know what, Frankie? You're a trip. We have to thank you for coming all the way <laughs> from where you just came from. Because I know you came from Culver City, you were saying. Yeah, yeah. But, you know, I, I don't live too far from here. Yeah, it's cool. Yo, oh. give it up for Frankie Quinones. Yo. All right. Thank you. Thank you. Woo. And, um. And now it's time for the Kelo Que that is presented by Fuchila Fresheners. So Frankie Quinones, please, dime, que lo que, loco? Hey, what's up, what's up? Uh, yeah, yeah, hit me up, man, FrankieQuinones.com, at Frankie Quinones, F-R-N-K-I-E-Q-U-I-N-O-N-E-S, on, uh, you know, Twitter and uh, Facebook and Instagram, and then also Creeper's Instagram, Cholo Fit Creeper, on Instagram, <laughs> so you get some of that, you know, Cholo Fitness or whatever, homie, or I don't know, whatever I feel like doing that day, just come through, represent, that's what's up. <laughs> <laughs> okay, que lo que, my turn, here we go. You guys, I don't know if you heard Bago, but this segment is now brought to you by Fuchila Fresheners. Mm-hmm. Yo, they got the dope-ass fresheners, Virgen Maria, they got AOC, they got Platanos. So head to their website, Fuchila Fresheners, that's F-U-C-H-I-L-A, Fresheners.com, and use the code LOL10 for 10% off your purchase. So shout-out to them. Another shout-out to our friends over at Yero.com, that's double L-E-R-O.com, the lifestyle and news platform for Latino men. So head over there for the latest and greatest. Shout out to Jessica. Personal shout outs. Everybody out here in LA that's been showing Room 28 and myself a lot of love. This city is definitely full of a lot. Uh, you know, there's just a lot of opportunities and love and restaurants. Even and- Uber drivers that listen to your podcast. Oh, gosh. We definitely have to shout him out. Yo, shout out to Homeboy who drove my friend Jerry and I to a dispensary and surprise, surprise, <laughs> surprise. Yep. By the way, <laughs> I just have to say what it is. I like giving details. We were in the back seat just talking and he turned around. And he was like, I listened to your podcast. Wow. He And I was just like, what? And uh, he made some really great points. And I'll summarize it just by saying He shared with me that Latinos out here in L.A. are looking for more relatable content. Mm. And it really doesn't matter anymore, like, that we're Caribbean and from New York. When it comes down to it, what we're saying is relatable across all the entire spectrum of being Latino. Facts. And so shout out to you and everybody else out here in L.A. who's listening to our podcast and moving us forward. Mm -hmm. Yes. Wow. Really? Applause? Don't make me cry, girl. Wow, you guys, stop. Don't stop. Okay, next. Uh, Juan Bago and all the platforms. That's it? Pretty much. No LA shout-outs? Uh, shout-outs to all my peoples in LA. I mean, don't uh, be forced all my to Bajo, do it. All my Bajo fans. <laughs> yeah. Okay, my makeup lady today knew who she, I mean, she, we were talking, and um, she's like, oh, I know a Dominican comedian out in New York. Yeah, I forgot his name. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> now, but she figured it out. She goes, yeah, Juan Bago. And I looked at her, and I was like, that's my best friend. <laughs> uh, yeah. Uh, 
right, uh, Jamie, your turn. Shout out to you know some of the food we've had in LA is pretty good. Yeah, been pretty good. I mean, I'm not a big dispensary guy, so I, my addiction probably is like food and junk food and <laughs> and, um, and cocaine. But the oh, thing, oh, wait a minute, Jamie. But the uh, <laughs> no, but I, the food has been pretty good. I haven't had any like stomach issues. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so no, glad you, know, you like, said that. No, first of all, yeah, that you a know. dig at me? No, no. Like, well, Rachel had an issue, but that's all. Yeah. Just a minor case of food uh, poisoning with Ariana. But me personally, like, if I go to a new city, like I always feel like I eat the wrong thing, you know. Um, so so far, so good with that. But um, yeah. Anyways, Jay Ferns Instagram. Uh, that's it. Bye. All right. Okay, Frank. Well, my Keloke quickly is dedicated to my Eloeros out here in the West Coast. I haven't seen the Brady Bunch, a few people, a Brady Bunch house. A few people hit me up, but I've kind of seen the Three's Company house. Oh. So I'm kind of happy. But so you kind of saw it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't think it's the same one, but I think I kind of saw it. It looked like it. Uh, it looked like it. But oh, I'm my kinda... God. Did you see the Regal Beagle? There you go. Yeah, the Regal. <laughs> <laughs> Having a beautiful time. Awesome. All right, LA. Wait. Thanks for showing us the love. Yeah. There's one last shout out, of course. Who uh, that? The director of Room 28. Jerry Elmo, Diaz. Yes, Jerry Diaz. El Multifoca on all his platforms. I. Jerry. All right, listeners, thank you for doing your thing and leaving us reviews. Let us know how you like the L.A. edition. You want us to come back here and do some more episodes, huh? Well, you could bring us back. Peter Pan style. You. Yeah. <laughs> all right? On the bus. <laughs> all you got to do is clap your hands or click your heels or whatever he did. I'm not sure. Uh... What did Peter Pan do? <laughs> Nothing. <laughs> Nothing. All right. Peter Cinderella, Cinderella clipped the heel. Oh, no, I was talking about Peter Pan. Peter Pan. It's a different. It's a different story. Uh, true. True. Yeah. Thank you to everyone for supporting us. Uh, we're gonna keep going. That's it. Yeah. On that note, we out. Oye, mijo, qué show es ese que están escuchando? Tremenda vaina. Hola amigos y bienvenidos a Tremenda Vaina, el show donde escuchas cuatro historias que desafían la realidad. De las cuatro, solamente una es mentira. ¿Cuál será? Nos puedes encontrar en tu plataforma favorita. iTunes, Google Play, Spotify, iHeartRadio. Suscríbete hoy. Y esto es Tremenda Vaina. Tremenda Vaina. There have never been more options for your next vehicle, but the right choice has never been clearer. That's because Toyota has a high-performing hybrid built for your exact needs, like the stylish all-new Camry XSE Hybrid and Venza, the spacious Highlander and all-new Sienna with more cargo space, and the fuel-efficient and high-performing RAV4 Hybrid. Toyota hybrids save you time and money, filling up less often at the gas station. And of course, all with 10-year, 150,000-mile warranty on new models. Take the next step. Visit Toyota. Toyota.com slash hybrid or your local Toyota dealership to learn more. Tremenda Vaina. ¿Qué tal amigos? Mi nombre es Roman Rojas y Tremenda Vaina es el podcast donde te contamos cuatro historias que desafían la realidad. De las cuatro, solamente una es mentira. ¿Cuál será? Estas son las historias del último episodio. Te contamos de un muchacho en China que vendió una parte de su cuerpo para comprarse un iPad. ¿Será verdad? ¿Será mentira? También te traemos la historia de un lugar en el mundo donde los perros son azules. Hay un niño de 7 años de edad que sospecha ser culpable de una de las cosas más terribles que le ha pasado a la humanidad. Una familia en la zona rural de Colombia investiga la desaparición de animales de su granja. 
cuando averiguan la respuesta, casi pierden sus vidas. Acuérdate que de estas cuatro historias, solamente una es mentira. ¿Cuál será? Suscríbete hoy en iHeartRadio, Apple Podcasts, Spotify o tu plataforma favorita. Tremenda Vaina Podcast.